address it. I will not be the next Speaker of the House. <laughs> Breaking news. At a press conference in early December on Capitol Hill, Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates said that not only would he like Donald Trump to serve as the Speaker of the House if Republicans retake the majority in the 2022 midterms, but that he also has spoken to the former president about that prospect. Hmm. It's the idea that just won't die. In November, Mark Meadows, Trump's former White House Chief of Staff, said that he, quote, would love to see the gavel go from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to Donald Trump. You talk about melting down, people would go crazy, end quote. And back in June, the former president himself had this exchange with conservative radio talk show host Wayne Allen Root. Why not, instead of just waiting for 2024, and I'm hoping you run in 2024, but why not, why not run in 2022 for the United States Congress, a House seat in Florida, win big, lead us to a dramatic landslide victory, taking the House by 50 seats, and then you become the Speaker of the House, lead the impeachment of Biden, and start criminal investigations against Biden. You'll wipe him out for his last two that's years, so, and then so you'll be president. Do it. You know, it's very interesting. You'll be a That's folk so hero. Uh, You'll be a folk hero. And, to and people have said, people have said, run for the Senate. Okay, run for the Senate. But you know what? Your idea might be better. It's very interesting. Now let's get. All right, welcome along to Americana, the American way. Uh, this is Christmas special, part sixty-nine. You're all going to die. According to Joseph Rapunzel Biden, we all going to die. Uh, oh, gee, many crickets, Christmas shit fire. Why, 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 oh Lord, what hast thou done? You know, every night when I go to bed, I pray for God to have mercy on me and for God to have mercy on the United States of America. I was at a, a men's prayer breakfast, I, I don't know, a year or two ago. Uh, they had a, a fellow there speaking. Someone I grew up, I don't know, 500 feet from me. Uh, and he constantly... Uh, during his uh, sermon or speech or whatever you want to call it, uh, compared Donald Trump to King Nebuchadnezzar, the most evil king of the Bible. And he, he kept saying, you know, oh, you know, America's gone so wrong and, and God knew, you know, we needed... Uh, to go through difficult times, <laughs> huh? Uh, just like, and he would, I'm like paraphrasing big time because I, I don't remember all of what I don't remember any of what he said, but I lied to him and said good job because I was trying to be nice when everyone in the church was a Donald Trumper, uh, and uh, of course I was too. But anyways, uh, he kept saying, you know, God, God knew in the Bible just when to send King Nebuchadnezzar along. 
Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, however you say it, to uh, teach teach the people a lesson. And that's what we've got now in the White House. I'm like, oh gosh, really? Anyhow. But uh, I'm starting to wonder, maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe Joe Biden is King Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Joseph, I don't know what the R stands for, so I just say Rapunzel or repugnance or something ridiculous. Any silly sounding word I can come up with as my dog drinks in the background. So, you know the social medias uh, on Gab, Twitter, Getter, it's the real underscore Big John. On Parlor, it's the real Big John. On Podcast, in Podcast Land, and on the videos on Rumble.com, it's Americana, the American way. Uh... David Chappelle rocked it out as uh, a joke about Jussie Smollett or Juicy Smollett. Jussie Smollett, I think is what how he prefers it to be pronounced. I, I prefer it to be pronounced guilty. <laughs> so, uh, but this was before he even went to trial. Before Jesse Smollett went to trial. And now the spatial prosecutor that was brought in is uh, asking to expose the corrupt, gee, imagine that in Chicago, corrupt district attorney who pressed charges or started to file charges on Juicy Smollett. Jesse Smollett, however you say it, and then uh, reneged all those charges, or dropped all those charges, however you want to say it. So, a minute ago, if you were on a podcast, you were listening to some uh, stuff about uh, how Matt Gates wants Donald John Trump to be Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, that is not going to happen. Uh, but anyways, let's all listen to Dave Chappelle talk about Jesse Smollett as I light up a stogie, and then we'll get into some uh, news and some op opinionations of mine. How is the man? Just about set myself on fire.
Obviously, uh, Kanye West um, did not attack 
Jesse Smollier. <laughs> and uh, Jesse Smollier has been found guilty of uh, lying to police uh, on multiple charges. Uh, initially, he was convicted of, or pardon me, they were going to, the Chicago prosecutor, until the Obamas called them and told her to back off, uh, the district attorney was going to prosecute Jussie on 16 counts uh, of lying to police and staging a, a hate crime, a fake hate crime. Uh, and then that all got uh, dropped. And, and the special prosecutor came in with, uh, I think it was six charges and Jussie was convicted on five. All involving lying to police. And I told you that for no reason at all. But I saw that Dave Chappelle sketch come up on my YouTube and I had no choice but to share it with you because it was just that damn funny. So, it's getting that time of the year. Uh, election cycle season. Where candidates uh, have to decide if they're running for office. And... <laughs> Democrats are retiring in droves. Now, this is part of what... Okay, back up. Two years ago, when the Democrats took the House of Representatives back, took over control of the House, um, a lot of Republicans retired. And those were seats that Democrats targeted because, man, once you're elected to Congress or some of these jobs, you have so much money thrown at you for your campaign your name recognition, name ID, name identification come becomes so high, it's hard to get you out. Now, the Democrats are f just flooding out of Congress. And this is going to open up seats for Republicans to target. And uh, probably, e well, even without this exodus of Democrats retiring... I think Republicans were going to take the House back anyhow. Uh, but now it's going to be by a larger margin. Let's read, read here. Read. I'm going to tell you something. Both political parties need major changes in leadership. Mitch McConnell, one of the richest and most well-funded candidates in the United States Senate, has, has got the gizzo. For show, uh, I and I knew I wouldn't get a response, but I've asked via Twitter all of the candidates uh, for the open Ohio Senate seat vacated by Rob Portman's retirement if they will lead the exodus for. Uh, Mitch McConnell, of course none of them answered me, and none of them have come out publicly because they need to kiss his ass. Uh, I think the only one 
that is not on that kiss-ass list is J.D. Vance, who I'm supporting and voting for in Ohio Senate this year. Uh, anyhow, <clears throat> but Democratic retirement floodgates just burst open, according to the Clinton News Network. An analysis by Chris Sizzla, I think that's how you pronounce it, C-I-L-L-I-Z-Z-A, Sizzla, uh, CNN editor-at-large. Florida Rep. Stephanie Murphy announced Monday she will not seek a fourth term in Congress. The latest in a rapid series of retirements within the Democratic ranks that suggest momentum is moving heavily against the party as it seeks to hold its razor-thin margin next November. And November 2022 and the subsequent swearing-in of the new Congress in January 2023 cannot come fast enough. Thank the little Lord Jesus for Joseph Manchin who put a halt and a kibosh on this ridiculous multi-trillion dollar uh, infrastructure plan, which I, I think two and a half trillion of it had nothing to do with what you would consider to be infrastructure. Okay? It goes on to say Murphy's decision came less than 24 hours after Rep. New Jersey Rep. Albino Sires, S-I-R-E-S, said he would be retiring at the end of this Congress. And just before Sires News, California Rep. Alan Lowenthal said he too would be stepping aside. Altogether, 22 Democrats retiring or running for other offices this election cycle as opposed to just 11 Republicans doing the same. I think in 2020 it was like 49 Republicans. And so that really opened the floodgates for the Democrats to come in and take control. Um, A lot of those seats that were toss-ups and the Democrats targeted and took two years ago, um, and in 2018 also, a lot of those seats uh, that were are swing, uh, swing seats or toss-up seats are going to be taken back by the Republicans. Uh, a lot of rhino Republicans left. we got a few more that need to be got, getting gone, but we're working on it. Uh, getting rid of any Democrat is a good thing. I will take, uh, this has been the saying since 1998 when I got into this filthy business. A bad Republican is better than a good Democrat. Uh, and I believe, I believe that. I believe that. Uh, see here. Two years ago, Just nine Democrats announced their retirement plans at this point of the election, while 24 Republicans had done the same thing, according to CNN's political unit. 
So, and I think it was more than 24 Republicans after it was all said and done, but 24 is still a lot. And they were like the never Trumpers. Some of them were just, I mean, it burns you out being in Congress, I, I'm sure. But uh, 24 Republicans is a lot uh, to decide that they're not going to run for their cushy, you know, 175000 or whatever they make job. They do not make $400,000 or five hundred. The president makes four hundred grand a year. The the uh, Congress is up there in the high one hundred thousands range. Well, how I got a computer in front of me. Let me look it up. But I know it's not it's not the salary you see in a lot of memes, and I, for the life of me, do not think. I'd almost swear to it that they do not keep their salaries for life once they've served one term. Two plus two don't make 20, people. Let's see here. How much, how much do mooches in Congress make? Congress men make. Salary and benefits of United States congressman, indeed.com. <laughs> That's interesting. Not exactly a job you apply for on Indeed. <laughs> uh, but it, it is listed under their career guide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, is, this is not the place we need to be going for our congressman. Uh, $174,000 per year. Higher level positions in Congress make higher income. For example, the Speaker of the House makes $223,500 per year. So that would be Nancy Pelosi. On top of the money that she and her husband make in the private investment sector, uh, she makes a, a mere $223,500 for being third in line to be president. Um, and if you're, um, let's see here, President Pro Tem of the Senate, majority leaders and minority leaders in the House and Senate make $193,400 per year. Uh, so you can go to indeed.com and find out all the benefits thereof of, for being a member of the Congress. Um, so this exodus of Democrats, it, it shows a momentum shift. They're probably not getting bought off as much by the lobbyists. They're not getting as much money thrown into their super PACs as the Republican, uh, their Republican opponents or possible opponents. Uh, here in Ohio, I know the filing deadline for uh, to be a state member of the state, to run for state house of representatives, is February second, and that's you know so many days before the primary election, which I do believe is the first week in March this year, because um, it's not a presidential year. We have an early primary. Uh, that's Ohio. Your state is going to be different. But hey, 
If you're a good conservative Christian boy like myself, yeah, get your ass out there and run for Congress or state representative. Making America great again. Build back better. Um, take America back. Taxed enough already. It all has to start with us at the local level, people. Uh, I, again, I don't know what it is in your state, but you know, last year, uh, Republicans and conservatives had a good year uh, in off-year elections, winning uh, state house seats, uh, count city council seats, uh, school board seats. Because after the lockdowns of 2020, people's eyes got opened. Parents' eyes got opened to what the book learning their youngins was getting. And they said, whoa, what's this funky math they're teaching my kid? Wait, they're, the, the school board decided it was, my, it was their job to teach my child what toilet what person should pee in and that boys who one day wake up and say they identify as girls get to use the girls toilet huh raggy roo what shaggy do that was a scooby-doo reference <laughs> so got a little Christmassy music there in the back around uh, something not cool this Christmas. Uh, the Wakosha. Why can't Wisconsin just name its freaking cities normal names? The Wakosha. W A U K E S H. Christmas parade attack suspect appears in court. For prior case, so this cat was already wanted for some some cr criminal activity, uh, not related to his terrorist attack on the Christmas parade, not related to him murdering people with an SUV at a Christmas parade. This trips me out. I've heard the liberals <clears throat> blame everything and their cousin on uh, for this attack, this terrorist attack at a Christmas parade, this racist, terroristic attack at one of the most cherished traditions of the holiday season, a Christmas parade. First of all, they said, well, this guy uh, drove his vehicle through barricades, and wow, look at those those barricades there, feller. Hey, them, them our barricades weren't very barricading. What, what you're supposed to, you're not allowed to build a wall around anything, so you can't build a wall around a Christmas parade to block the parade route from nutcases. <laughs> Uh, but this guy drove through like the wooden road, you know, there's road closed, uh, wooden horses, not anything that looks like an animal, but those 
things with the two triangles at the end and the piece of wood across the middle. That's called a horse. Um, and anyhow, he drove through that. He drove through some barrels. And the, some of the excuses the liberals on the major news networks are saying, well, well, that's all they used to block the parade route? Why, why no wonder he was able to get through so easily. Now, he got through easily because he was nuts and probably hopped up on dope. Just like this talking heads on television. Right away. <clears throat> By the way, BTW. Michael Strahan and your gap teeth you could floss with a clothesline. Screw you. Have engaged Grosskreutz, the ex world's foremost expert of everything, on your show trying to convict Kyle Rittenhouse in the public eye. Gap teeth, jackass. So... The buried lead of Mr. Daryl Brooks Jr., the man charged with the Wisconsin parade attack that left six people dead to, to make an in-person appearance February 2022 for an unrelated case. So this guy has a long checkered criminal past, probably shouldn't have been out on the streets. Brooks, 39, accused of running over the mother of his child. This isn't part of the Christmas parade thing. This was prior to that. He, he tried to run over the mother of his child in Milwaukee on November 2nd. He was released on $1,000 bail, so it was probably a $10,000 bail bond. Uh, which you put up 10%, that's $1,000. Uh, and then he drove his SUV into a Christmas parade on November 21st. He is currently being held in the word I can't pronounce, county jail, and has been charged with six counts of intentional homicide in the crash that injured more than 60 people. The crash? No, you crash your car uh, into a, a, a barricade. You crash your car into another car. You terrorize and murder people. That's what he did. And look at how the media is trying to bury this. Make it sound less terroristic. ABC News. The, the whole news system cycle needs to be rebooted. And it needs to be just news. Just the news. Nothing more. I just want the freaking facts. If you, want to, if you don't want to call this a terrorist attack, which is my opinion, and it's a solid opinion, call it murder, call it homicide, don't call it a crash, you son of a motherless goat.
But this is the, the news. And this is why a lot of folks are saying uh, news sources like Tim Pool on uh, YouTube and his uh, Tim Pool or what is it, TimCast.com are the new news. They are the new mainstream news. Other, th other places like Blaze TV, they are the news, the Blaze, because they differentiate and tell you what, it <coughs> what is op-ed and what is news, what is just the facts. In fact, there, <laughs> there is a news channel out there called Just the News. <clears throat> now we come to another uh, um, alternative news personality. He's not that old, actually. Alex Jones. He is being called a right-wing conspiracy theorist because he is associated with Donald Trump. When Alex Jones came to prominence... Uh, when he first became started to make a make a scene, make some make some noise. I remember driving around. I saw these. I used to see these uh, <coughs> uh, yard signs, lawn signs, the little you know like politicians use uh, that said infowars.com, and I'm like, what? What is this rubbish? What is this? Uh, that was at, at, that is Alex Jones, Infowars.com. Uh, and then he's got banned, banned.video with all the videos that have been banned by uh, li uh, liberals and leftists on uh, social media. But his conspiracy theories tend to come true. You know, he's been talking about, you know, human, pig, uh, hybrids or humanoids we're learning more and more about this and it's basically they're they're combining you know human cells with animal cells to produce like stem cells uh body parts for transplants <coughs> all of these things <coughs> he's been on that kick for a while he was on the one of the first people, maybe the first person, on the Jeffrey Epstein sex island, pedophile island kick uh, 20 years ago. So it been around 2000 or 2001. Um, and he, he's been spot on on a lot of things. The thing is, he says so much so fast and so loud uh, and... The other day, uh, you know, he said, or like a year ago or two, he said something about, if you come after my kids, I'll eat your ass. And now, you know, the media took it as, you know, Alex Jones, who I used to hate. <coughs> he confronted Marco Rubio, who I'm a fan of. In a hallway... And Marco was trying to answer some questions from another reporter. 
and Alex kept just butting in with little smart-ass remarks. And that really ticked me off. But more and more, as time goes by, more and more of his conspiracies become conspirator reality. And we find out he was right about a lot of stuff. Uh, Trump asked this. He's taking on the January 6th committee, the, the farce committee in Congress. And every Republican on this committee needs to grow a backbone. But the uh, Democrats picked the most spineless jellyfish of us to be on the January 6th committee. And <clears throat> really what needs to happen is we need to know the name, the location of every FBI agent who was in Washington, D.C. on that day, where they were and what they were doing. Because some of the, those FBI agents, some of those CIA agents that are deep in the deep into the deep state and their careers and livelihoods revolve around being politically connected FBI and CIA agents were in that crowd instigating the violence. Okay? But Alex Jones is going to sue the January 6th committee. Uh, he indicates he, will, he plans to plead the fifth, uh, take his Fifth Amendment right to, uh, to not incriminate himself. This is from Politico. Pro-Trump broadcaster and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, this is important, pro-Trump. He is not a Republican, he is not a conservative, he's not a liberal, he's not a Democrat, he's just Alex Jones. Uh, and he is not the reincarnation of uh, the dead comedian uh, Bill somebody. Though he bears a striking resemblance to a comic who died uh, 20 years ago. People really think that he's that Bill guy, Bill Fitz, Bill Fix, something like that. Uh, people think he's like a, that guy come back in disguise, but he's not. He's just Alex. So anyways, in the suit, Jones says he intends to assert his Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination, uh, confirming a statement he made on his show and that the committee rejected his offer to provide written responses to their questions. They want him there in person so that they can, one, arrest him and get him the hell uh, out of the way. Lock him up and hide him with these other January 6 people that are being uh, held in concentration prisons and mistreated by our government. <clears throat> but anyways, the panel, he says, has asked him to appear for deposition on January 10th, 2022, and has suggested it is considering offering immunity to compel his testimony. He also says he doesn't intend to produce 
documents claiming his journalist, journalistic activity is protected under the First Amendment, which it is. Journalists don't have to uh, <clears throat> wrap things out to the government. That's why we have a supposed free press. With respect to his deposition subpoena, Jones has offered the select committee that he will assert his first, fourth, and fifth amendment rights to decline to produce documents requested to this or by the select committee asserting he is that he engaged, pardon me, in constitutionally protected political and journalistic activity under the first amendment. The Fourth Amendment guarantees him the right to privacy in his papers and that he is entitled to due process and the right to remain silent under the Fifth Amendment, he argues. This, the panel is seeking phone records from his carrier AT&T, his cell phone company that he has his cell phone through. Jones' lawsuit is the latest in a flood of litigation by of litigation by targets of the January 6th committee seeking to prevent them from enforcing its subpoenas and obtaining phone records from private carriers. Several organizers of the January 6th rally that preceded the violent attack on the Capitol have jointly sued the panel. John Eastman, attorney who helped Trump develop plans to pressure Mike Pence <laughs> to overturn election results of the last year's election, presidential election, has sued to protect his phone records as well. Ali Alexander, the founder of Stop the Steal movement, has sued as has Amy Harris, a freelance photographer who was working on a project about the Proud Boys. So the, the government is trying to take all these people's records, their photographs, their cell phone conversations, their text messages to use against them and against the former president uh, in this uh, <clears throat> January 6th investigation, which there's nothing to investigate. Some rogue elements of the Trump movement got out of hand. You had some agents provocateur, which are government agents that go in, dress as Antifa, dress as, as uh, Trump supporters, and cause a ruckus <clears throat> in order to stir other people in the crowd up to ruckus as well. <clears throat> and this is where when Republicans take the House back after the 2022 November election, going into 2023, I say we continue the January 6th select committee, but we select a different committee. And we find out who the agent provocateurs were. Who was working for the government? Because it, they were. They, they were people there that were ro part of the rogue government that doesn't want to lose their cushy, high salary, 
high benefit taxpayer funded jobs. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying there was an extra shooter on the grassy knoll. It's basically been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt a whack job named Lee Harvey Oswald killed Kennedy. Okay? We know an iceberg sank the Titanic. We know that a man walked on the moon. Okay? It, we know these things. We know the earth is round. It's a sphere. Okay? We know this. But we also know that there are agents within our government that work against us. And Trump, like Kennedy, and like a lot of other people, got a little bit too close to exposing that. One of the first things that made Alex Jones famous, or infamous, was he went to, uh, he snuck in through the woods with a camcorder. This was <laughs> They still used camcorders in the, the late 90s, early 2000s. And every so many years, the richest of the rich in the world get together. And they have this bullshit ceremony where they worship an owl, owl, O-W-L, an owl god. And it's a, it's a big farce and a big drunken party for the elites. But they do make a lot of their business and political deals there. The Bushes are members of this uh, organization that meets in the woods in California and parties and orgies it up. And they dress up like monks and, and burn uh, something in effigy as a sacrifice to the owl god. Well, Alex snuck in and recorded this. And he confronted one of the members of this group, and they gave him this pathetic tongue lashing about how he should be ashamed of being there. But it, it's true. Every, I think it's like every five years, or maybe once a year, I don't know. But there's like a 33-year wait, waiting list to join this little group of like super powerful, wealthy, old-ass rich guys and elite politicians that meet in the woods and worship the owl god and it's just a big silly thing but it's really there for them to make their political and uh, business deals I mean like the big shit okay the big stuff um, but anyways so the January 6th panel is just trying to find things that they can trip Trump up on or things that they can make up about Trump to keep him out of the White House in 2024 real 2025 actually uh, and, and you know look if the American people realize that they made a mistake and I'm about to show you if the 81 million alleged Biden voters uh, have had voters remorse, Biden remorse, or buyers remorse, but we call it Biden remorse for a play on words. If they actually believe they screwed the pooch in voting for this fool, <coughs> and they decide that the mean tweets weren't so bad, people within the government 
want to try to stop us from getting Trump reelected in 2024. Uh, if it, Ron DeSantis runs, which I think would be a good idea, they won't be so disappointed. But he's like, he's very bullheaded like Trump. He's not going to put up with a lot of sass from people. But Trump, through his son-in-law, was able to negotiate so many peace deals. And Trump was on the verge of accomplishing some things. Uh, through his son-in-law, they negotiated peace deals. Peace through business dealings between Israel and uh, largely Muslim countries. Um, and he, Trump was working on a similar deal through business, money, with North and South Korea. Unheard of. And Obama told him, we're going to be at war with North Korea very soon. And Trump said, that's not good. We don't need any new wars. They don't like that. So they're going after his peeps. Uh, Alex Jones was one of the people Trump asked to help get the word out and uh, organize this rally because Jones has such a huge following. And so that's one of the reasons why they're going after Jones. Um, this Ali, whatever his name was, Ali from Stop the Steal uh, and other people that were involved with Trump and this uh, rally that turned into a riot on January 6th of um, 2021. Right, just quit. Alright, close. Um, so that, that's what's going on. You can look at politico.com to find more on that debacle. So, let's see what Joseph Repugnance Biden is up to. Give me a second here. Add part two. So, I did not believe this when I saw it. There was, uh, I thought it was, I thought, and the person I saw, I saw on David J. Harris Jr.'s Instagram feed, or maybe uh, his Instagram story, <clears throat> there was a quote from Joe Biden that, let me read it here, and this is on whitehouse.gov, okay? Or wh.gov, you can type in either whitehouse.gov, make it simple for you. This is an actual quote. Joe Biden said this aloud. I read the transcript. It was during a meeting on the COVID virus. Dr. Falsey and others uh, were there. They made some statements, had a little, uh, amongst the panel members, there was a question answer. Biden came right out and said, I'm not going to take questions from the media today. <laughs> Wonder why, because he can't. Uh, but in part of his opening remarks to this panel discussion about the Omicron, Delta, and other variants of COVID-19, 
Biden said, you know, for the vaccinated, it's going to be the most wonderful time of the year. Some bullshit. But he also said, and I quote, for the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. So if you don't get vaccinated, our commander-in-chief, the president, the high chief muckamuck of the United States is wishing you a deathly holiday season. You know, it's pretty controversial when stores started telling their employees in the 90s, 2000s, don't say Merry Christmas because not everyone celebrates Christmas. Some people don't celebrate anything at all. Just say Happy Holidays. Well, now our Presidente is saying deadly holidays to you if you're unvaccinated. And he has actually riled people up enough to say that they are rooting for the virus. He's got people hating on the unvaccinated. He has airlines, like United Airlines, firing or laying off without pay thousands of employees thus hurting them and their families because these employees' benefits are being taken away, their salaries are being taken away at Christmas time in response to the United Airlines wanting to go along with the president's vaccine mandate. President Joe Biden said for the unvaccinated It is going to be a deadly winter. Where'd that picture of Rapunzel go? This is our president. These words came from his mouth. I looked it up myself because I did not believe it when I saw it posted on Instagram. And it's a viral meme now. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. He is telling the American people that you are going to kill yourselves and others if you take the vaccine that doesn't vaccinate you from the virus, doesn't stop you from spreading the virus, doesn't protect you from the virus. He's got Dr. Falsy out there in between torturing puppies and monkeys telling people to demand of your relatives before they come to your house for Christmas dinner be vaccinated. Now There are some people who are saying, scientifically, places that are smarter than we are, 
one of the leading hospitals in the world, uh, in Hong Kong. Um, this version of the Omni or the coronavirus, the Omicron, is replicating or infecting your bronchial tubes, which is almost good. It means the, the little sacs inside your lungs are not filling up with fluid, and thus you are not getting the drowning sensation associated with the original coronavirus. The Delta, vir the Delta variation pretty much wiped out the original uh, variation because it took away what the uh, alpha variant the original fed off of and now this version the Omicron which is everyone that gets it has mild symptoms some people are admitted to the hospital some people do have to get you know, respirators and such. As far as we know, one person has died with the Omicron virus. We, we don't know that one person's medical history, that's being withheld. We don't know their pre-existing conditions, in other words. But Joe Biden is now threatening and wishing death and illness and fear-mongering to the American people at Christmas. Have you ever heard... I mean, we've had viruses. We've had N1H1, swine flu, bird flu, the Spanish flu. We had polio until Dr. Jonas Salk uh, created a vaccine that vaccinated you from polio. We had measles. We had tuberculosis. All these things they created vaccines for. And they pretty much wiped them out. This vaccine does not do that. And yes, there are people that need to be vaccinated. But then I'm talking to my psychiatrist and I'm saying, well, you know, the, the number of people like 50 and over, like 70, 80, 90% are vaccinated. If you go on like 10 year spans starting at 50 years old up to your 80s and 90s, the higher you get in age, the higher the percentage of people vaccinated is. But my psychiatrist says, oh, yeah, but, you know, the vaccine doesn't work as well on them because of their age. Didn't say that about the polio vaccine. No one ever said that about the measles vaccine, tuberculosis. Uh, you know, when we had N1H1 and all those flus and they had to come up with, you know, special vaccines for them. Uh <clears throat> And those vaccines were a little easier to get into production 
because they were just variants off of the normal uh, flu. This is a you know a man-made, and I'm telling you, man, with China, Chinese products in general are cheap shit that break. When they make when they when China makes a virus, buddy, they don't they do a good job at making viruses. If their toys and cell phones and games and things were as well made as their viruses, hey, I'd be you know happy to buy Chinese made shit. Uh, even though you know your cell phone, your iPad, actually, I think iPhone finally pulled out of China. But a lot of your Chinese-made products are made by uh, slaves and political prisoners. But anyhow, Joe Biden is wishing death and illness on the American people at Christmas because he's so hell-bent on you getting the Trump vaccine, the vaccine that Trump pushed into production that they said could not be done in a year's time and Trump had it done in less than a year and had uh, Pfizer announced its vaccine five days earlier Trump would have won re-election but he pissed off the pharmaceutical companies by lowering drug prices by making uh, name brands that they had uh, previously price gouged us on cheaper and of course Joe Biden just to spite Donald Trump and do the opposite of everything Trump was doing (laughs) took that away but the one thing he didn't take away was Big Pharma's new baby their new toy their government paid for vaccine in my life even with the N1H1, swine, bird flu, and all that fun, terrible stuff that was going to kill us all when Biden and Obama were in charge the last time. I never heard a commercial or saw a commercial for a vaccine. Uh, I was giving somebody a ride the other day, and I never met this guy before. And he said, in all my life, I'm only 25, but I have never heard a commercial for a vaccine before. I went, crap, you're right. (laughs) They're advertising on TV, on the radio, over and over, and get the vaccine so we can return to normal. How does a vaccine that was made to treat, one, number one, it was made to treat the original version save us from the variants number two why is America one of the only countries on earth that allows drug companies to advertise their drugs now I'm getting a little broader here but you don't see commercial I've heard from um, Diane Jennings on YouTube the uh, she, she makes she's just a, a video vlogger but she said in Europe it's it's illegal for drug companies, pharmaceutical companies, to advertise their medications. In the United States, it's a free-for-all. 
But never in my years on this earth have I heard of a vaccine commercial. We had commercials for Viagra when it first came out. <laughs> Still do have commercials for uh, male enhancement medications. Uh, we have medications for, or advertisements, pardon me, for uh, antidepressants. And they show this lovely person walking through the woods. The birds are chirping. The squirrels are jumping from tree to tree. And they start talking about their, your antidepressant. Talk to your doctor. Do you feel depressed? Do you feel sad? Talk to your doctor about blah, blah, woof, woof, antidepressant. Which may cause suicidal thoughts in some people. An antidepressant that makes you more depressed? And they're allowed to advertise that? Well, shitfire, why don't we just let you advertise a vaccine that doesn't vaccinate you while we're at it? <laughs> Alright, man. So Joe Biden, this is the, the buried lead, the highlight of the Christmas special number 69. I jumped from 5 to 69 just to be a smart ass. Uh, Joseph Repugnance Biden says, For those of you unvaccinated bastards, all right, let me read his exact words. This came from Joseph Biden's mouth. Our president, 81 million of you voted for, for the unvaccinated. You're looking at a winner of Severe illness and death. Death wish death upon you. And we wish you a merry death must. Uh, wish you a merry death must. That's what Joe Biden said. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves and your families and the hospitals. You may soon overwhelm, and to all a good night. For the record, the Omicron, Omicron variant has shown very mild symptoms. Some people do have to go to the hospital. Some people do get hospitalized. But you come out the other side with a stronger natural immunity to the COVID-19 virus the symptoms are mild like a bad like a bad case of bronchitis at the worst and yes some people get uh, hospitalized for bronchitis but that's what this new variant is it's it's like a bad case of bronchitis they're not seeing the sacs inside your lungs filling with fluids thus giving you the uh, sensation or simulation of drowning in your own bodily fluids and this variant could wipe out the Delta variant because it's uh, taking up the space that the Delta variant would enter so get out there and get you some Omicron now, I don't know man talk to your doctor say doctor what is best for me when I went in for my three-month checkup, my doctor and I decided it was in my best interest to get a booster in a few months, and we scheduled it. 
when I talked to my psychiatrist the other day, he was pushing me for a booster. We talked about, you know, the variants and how, you know, the Delta variant wiped out the Alpha variant and how Omicron is wiping out the Delta variant. We also talked about more people died in 2021, even with the vaccine, than died in 2020. But it's still good to socially distance. It's still important to wash your hands. And if you are in a store near me or anywhere near me and I don't know you, stay the hell six feet away from me, even if it's the blessed day that Jesus returns and all disease and illness is eradicated from the earth. I still don't want you within six feet of me unless you're Jesus or a pretty woman. But aside from that, socially distance, wash your hands. If you feel sick, even if you're just regular sick, stay at home. Stay away from me. Stay away from the rest of us. It's not cool to be out there infecting people. Even before this uh, COVID-19 and all its variant strains came along, I was so pissy when I would go to a store and there's some idiot in there blowing their snot and phlegm and germs all over the rest of us. And then I come home and the next day I'm sick. So I don't care what kind of sick you are. If you're sick, stay the hell at home. If you have to go out to the store, at at any time that you're sick, it doesn't hurt to wear a mask. I'm not anti-mask. I'm not anti-vax. I'm saying make the decision with your doctor that's best for you. And don't wish death upon your friends, family, and neighbors that are unvaccinated like President Joe Biden. Alright, amen, hallelujah, holy shit, where's the Excedrin? Tylen Law ain't strong enough for this. We gotta get some ex- extra strength Excedrin. You know, like Jerry Seinfeld said in his last comedy special, strength is out. You can't buy strength anymore. Everything is extra strength or maximum strength. We'll get the maximum strength Excedrin. Figure out how much will kill me and then back it off just a little bit. And that's maximum strength medication. (laughs) All right. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Merry Christmas and a happy new year and a healthy new year. And God bless you. God bless America. Get some Christmas jams up in here. Greeting that we send to you Here we know Really green and bright Merry Christmas. A very Merry Christmas. A very